0: Hello and welcome to Deep Loreble, a podcast where a couple of friends dredge the internet for the deepest lore. I'm Michael Bastine, and I'm Billy Staples. And our topic today is vampires. Billy, why don't you give us a our audience a brief uh, rundown of what vampires
1: are? So, vampires are creatures that haunt at the night and stalk people, looking for someone to drain the blood out of, or in some cultures, the life essence the spirit energy they typically have fangs pale skin hate sunlight generally just aren't very friendly looking
0: all-around kind of unfriendly individuals yeah yeah it's interesting too when you kind of think about all the different characteristics that go into vampires people in the united states uh vampires tend to be or even even you know europeans in general vampires tend to be you think of bram stoker's dracula gaunt and uh pale and with like the slicked back black hair and can turn into a bat but the the idea of the vampire is a lot more a lot more broad than that
1: i found it's definitely more than just the surface level that most people are exposed to right
0: yeah definitely What's a, what's a, what's a quick and easy one? The, the ones from, oh, I forget what region of China they're from, but like, they're the hopping vampires. Did you read about those guys? No, I didn't. I... So, so the hopping vampires were, uh, again, from, from Chinese mythology and they are, they're more of a, um, they're, they're almost more like a corpse possessed by evil, uh there were there were a couple of different ways that they could get made. One was by like, you know, the dark arts and whatever, but uh like like basically intentionally using magic to try and raise the dead could make one. Um but the other thing was if you had an imbalance of, you know, you've got the yin and the yang energies, if you had an imbalance no, it wasn't yin and yang. Sorry, it was um, it was a different one because it was the because yin and yang aren't necessarily like good and evil. They're just they're it's a balance between
1: light and dark.
0: Yeah, something more more aggressive and you had like these good energies and these evil energies in you. And if there was an imbalance and you died, the good energies would get released and go on to the next life, whereas the 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 bad energies that you had kind of trapped within your body would resurrect your body which is why they like have their arms stuck out and they hop around like that it's because of uh quick billy what's the thing where when you die your corpse stiffens up rigor rigor mortis rigor yeah. mortis thank you uh it's because of rigor mortis which i personally find hilarious um i understand that you know in the culture these things i'm sure are terrifying and if you actually saw one in like a movie or something, it would be pretty pretty scary, but it just sounds so funny to have, you know, a vampire kind of hopping at me, trying to get me.
1: Yeah, I'm just picturing the f- the vampire lord from Elder Scrolls just hopping mm-hmm. at me, and that's just humorous. Yeah.
0: So, um, but yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of where our our research on vampires took us uh, this week we we kept our definition of vampires a little loose maybe a little looser than again someone from the united states or from uh europe might consider to be like a strictly a vampire um but we did keep it to things like drinks blood or absorbs uh mental energies or psychic energies from a person to feed themselves and has the general idea of
1: a vampire is what we kept
0: all right, Billy. We're gonna let's let's start bringing our research to the table. Would you like to go first?
1: Sure. While researching vampires, I learned that there were several ways that people bury the deceased to prevent them from coming back as vampires, including some areas in Germany decide just decapitated the head, the body, and put it put the head in between the legs, or did, there were parts of Romania that did the standard drive the steak through the heart. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: My favorite one that I've seen, though, is, and I don't remember where it is because I I forgot to actually put a note down, was they used to put uh, loaves of garlic in the mouth, Mm -hmm. which you would think, you know, vampires have been typically known throughout most of... At least the u s that they fear garlic or are weak to it, but putting it in its mouth it's kind of an interesting uh interesting choice, isn't it yeah there's also in in regions of Germany instead of garlic, they put lemons now that one I haven't heard that's pretty good lemons when I first read it, I'm like, that makes sense, you know put lemon or garlic in the Lemon-y mouth Lemon-y-fresh. If you put the garlic in there and by chance it's you know a vampire that is weak to gr- to garlic you know you've got a good preventive measuring but that what's that thing rots and just de- you know naturally goes mm-hmm. turns into mush it's it's not gonna stop that vampire anymore is
0: it no i i don't i i don't think it would i i did notice um in in looking around a lot of the you know the garlic and the um apparently lemons. Lore regarding vampires seem to have a lot of connections to purifying. Um, there was one particular yeah. kind of vampire, and I'm getting it, I'm, I'm getting it, uh, I don't want to get it mixed up with the, the walk walk from the Filipino tradition. And I'm also just, uh, I do want to caveat before we get any farther into this episode apologies in advance for the completely butchered pronunciations that we do of any of these cultural sort of creatures. Um, we are not multilingual. We speak English and like a little bit of Japanese between the two of us. Um, so we're gonna mispronounce some things. Yeah, but the walk walk, which is not the one I'm thinking of, there are two. Uh, the walk walk is from I think the Filipino culture, and uh, it's it's like a a headless, like the head detaches and flies away. Ooh, there is a kind of vampire whose torso upper torso detaches from its lower torso and like sprouts wings and flies around attacking people and one of the like the way to kill it now this is one of those vampires that's weak to garlic um, also weak to salt because one of the ways to kill it is its lower torso is vulnerable you spread garlic or salt on the like the, the point that was separated and it can't reattach itself at that point Because that's been purified, so it'll die when the sun comes up. And so I wonder, I wonder if that isn't connected to putting garlic or like a lemon in the the these the deceased individuals' mouth to keep them from becoming a vampire. Thinking about the the way you know lemons are used for like that lemony fresh scent.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. Maybe. It's a curious thing to consider. The other little tidbit that I know about as far as uh some of the some of the origins of where vampire myths are are thought to come from um and this also may have given a little bit of rise to the zombie myths, but there is there's something that can happen to a corpse once it's been buried uh that is similar to the way that um Whales that get beached on the uh like on the side of the ocean, um, can explode. Oh. Did you know about
1: this, Billy? Um Yeah, actually. You know about you know about the exploding whales? Um I don't no I didn't know about the the fact that whales just kind of explode. I did know that at a certain point in decomposition the body just kinda of bloats.
0: Yes. So when the body decomposes, uh, gases inside the body are released due to, you know, bacteria eating away at everything. And depending on how things are going on the outside, um, all of the openings in the body can sometimes get sealed just by the way it's laying or the way it started swelling. And if that happens, the pressure will just continue to build up from the gases on the inside it's most noticeable with whales because you know they're whales yeah and so when they pop it's uh well it's, it's good, not pretty it's going to take more than a rag to clean up right um but for for the vampire lore and for the zombie lore one of the reasons that people became nervous that the dead were trying to rise from their grave uh, could be attributed to something similar to that, which is causing the body to shift and look like it's trying to move, and almost like it's coming back to life. And I wonder, I wonder if that too is wasn't responsible for part of the myth of, or not the myth, but part of the practice of cutting off the deceased's head. Yeah, because that would that would create a vent. It would create a a place for the gases to escape. Which, if you don't know that you're looking for, if you don't. If you don't know what's going on, it would look like that solved the problem. Because all of a sudden, the corpse isn't changing or moving around as much. What else did you
1: find, Billy? I'm curious. Um, well, aside from a shocking number of ways that it was believed that a corpse could become a vampire, including a cat jumping over the corpse before it was being buried... Oh,
0: yeah. I also saw one that was uh, specifically like a pregnant cat jumping over the grave.
1: Another one that I thought was interesting was a bat flying over your corpse. Or you being born with teeth.
0: Wait, being born with teeth? Oh, no. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I forgot babies didn't have tooth for teeth for a hot second. Yeah. Whoops. that That's a basic part of human anatomy.
1: After reading that, I just kind of sat there like, "Yeah, I can see how you could would draw
0: to that conclusion." So being born with teeth was considered a potential way. Oh, I guess that kind.
1: Of, I can kind. Of, I can kind of see that. I'm gonna be honest. When I initially read it, I also forgot that you're not born with yeah. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I read it and it's I'm it's like, a bit. Why? Why would that draw you to the conclusion that? Oh right, because babies don't have teeth. When babies they're
0: born. don't. Babies aren't supposed to have teeth. Right. That is a thing, isn't it? We're all vampires. That's that's why we've forgotten. I knew it. Everybody, everybody, every baby I've met had teeth. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I didn't. Um, I didn't know that I was
1: secretly both a werewolf and a vampire.
0: Oh man, that might be a topic for another time. Oh, <laughs> uh, because I I have found so I have found some to to bring up the you brought up the topic of like strange ways that they, people became a vampire. Yeah. Did did you hear about the vampire watermelons? I did not. You uh oh boy. Oh boy, let me tell you about the vampire watermelons. Um according to some some legends that are uh more common amongst the Romani people. Um any inanimate object left outside under the light of a full moon could become a vampire. <laughs> this is most notable with the watermelons and pumpkins. I don't know how you kill them. And they're also generally not recognized as particularly dangerous cuz you know, they'll just kind of go running around like rolling around jumping at you. But uh yeah, according to the according to the Romani people, um you can get vampire watermelons and pumpkins, which is just delightful to know.
1: I That's uh mm. I don't know how to, I don't know what to say about that one. It's so good.
0: All these different kinds of vampires are wonderful. I have, I have done. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Sidetrack. Speaking of doing research on, on the vampires. Oh boy. Oh Boise. So if you search types of vampires into Google, not Google scholar, Google scholar or anything like the first result is a vampire wiki page. Did you find this page, Billy? Probably. Okay. It's wonderful. It is delightfully, um, it is, it is just delightfully edgy. Uh, it absolutely looks like something that was developed by like a freshman or junior in high school. No, a freshman or sophomore in high school. Uh, the the cursor it, it changes your mouse icon to a little coffin. Oh man, um, and and when you when you hover over a clickable link, the coffin changes into a coffin that's open, and you see a little vampire inside. And that's amazing. <laughs> it's it's so wonderful. It's it's a little cringy, but I love it. Uh, I'm here for it. Oh, that was good that that little that little bit of uh that little tidbit that i found i i did want to talk a little bit about the 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 Glastig, which is the goat lady from scotland have you heard did you did you find anything about her i did not okay so so what i found interesting about this one um was so she for the most part uh this this kind of vampire looks like like a a a woman from the waist up goat from the waist down bit like a uh, satyr satyr okay one of the two uh does drink blood like a kind of a classic vampire but is specifically the protector of cattle and herders interesting and she she is kept appeased by leaving milk out in a stone bowl which frankly Started to get me thinking, vampires. Now I, I don't, I don't want to, especially on our first episode. I don't really want to get political, but vampires kind of sound. I'm just saying there seems to be some a, a number of references to vampires being uh, protecting like the working class. Yeah, I did. For example, for example, specifically Glastig like being the protector of cattle and herders uh Dracula who is like a vampir- vampiric uh like a bad guy was a rich count I don't know I just feel like I'm 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 spotting some kind
1: of theme going on here Yeah there's definitely been a theme going with some of the some of the vampire lore Okay
0: but i do i have two more i have two more really good ones um what about you billy how much what have you got what what else you got for
1: for like research for i research? have a cup a couple different notes i think only really one of them is worth really mentioning
0: mhm in
1: a in one romanian legend the way to spot a vampire was to have a seven-year-old boy and a white horse. The boy needed to be dressed in white, placed upon the horse, and set loose in a graveyard at midday. And if the horse stopped at a grave, the nearest grave to it would was suspected to have a vampire in it. But the thing is, it wasn't always a guaranteed... Sometimes there would just be something edible nearby. <laughs> That's... And That's pretty good. I, I just... I love the idea of a a horse just roaming around, stopping next to a grave, some guys running up and going, that grave must contain a- oh, never mind, that horse is just eating. That's- come on, Timmy,
0: we're just gonna- we're just gonna put you up on this horse? Just go nuts.
1: Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Find a vampire. The other small bit of information that I've gathered, which I found kind of humorous, but after thinking about it, kind of made some sense- A way to ward off vampires in some cultures was to just take a mirror and put it in front of your door, facing outward. So the vampire would have to walk up to the door and then see the mirror. Okay. And because they didn't have a reflection, it would scare them off. Huh. That's a. That is. I thought that was kind of entertaining because. Like. The idea of walking up to a mirror...
0: That's a little slanted, but I see it. I see the logic, yeah.
1: Walking up to a mirror and then just seeing nothing and being like, I don't, I don't know, know. That mirror, I'm a vampire. That mirror right. kind of suspicious.
0: <laughs> that mirror's kind of sus.
1: Oh no. The mirror is the imposter.
0: The mirror was the imposter the whole time. Um, What did you find? Okay. So I got two more. Um, Before we'll have to kind of start settling on what is the deepest lore that we've possibly found i think i'll save my favorite for the last one but the runner up to my favorite is uh the i'm gonna again i'm gonna butcher this pronunciation but the chidipe which is a vampire from india and i'm not gonna get really into the whole story because it's a little blue and is uh let's just say there are a lot of similarities to the the chidipe vampire and the succubus from like greek and roman mythology from from what you may may or may not know about that creature but uh specifically what what got me about the chidipe was the method that she chooses to feed on her prey which she does uh, she does suck the blood out of people through their toes. Oh. She puts the entire house into a magical sleep. And she goes and she gets your toes. Huh. And she feeds, like, she... Re- she is the kind of vampire that does a repeat visit Um, until... Uh, usually she's depicted as feeding on men and she sucks their blood out through their toes and slowly weakens them over and over again over the course of multiple feedings until they die, which, you know, I've heard of the, uh, threat of sucking someone's toes before, but boy, howdy, I didn't know it had any kind of, I don't think it was intentionally linked to a specific cultural mythos, but... Watch out for vampires,
1: man. They'll suck your toes. I guess that's where the idea of like you want to cover your toes with your blanket before you fall asleep comes from.
0: All right. All right. The last one, and this is my favorite, um, is the, the Impundulu from South Africa. And there are a few South African tribes specifically that ascribe to this belief. Now, this is our first sort of non humanoid vampire that we've talked about um, because it's okay. a bird. Okay. Uh, it drinks. It does feed on blood. Uh, it is considered to be about the size of a man, like uh, so human sized. So about five ish to six feet tall. All right. Um, And it is often found as uh, like a familiar to witch doctors and like shamans. What's most fun about this one is it is a it's like a long beaked bird that is well known for its control over thunder and lightning. Sound familiar, Billy?
1: So I heard Big Bird, Large Beak, Mm -hmm. controls thunder Mm -hmm. and lightning. Yup. Zapdos? (laughs) Yup! Got it in one.
0: That, that is, uh, that is thought to be the inspiration for Zapdos, the legendary bird Pokemon, which has nothing to do with Ghosts or anything in the Pokemon games.
1: That is Zaptos is a vampire. I mean, honestly, with the rest of like the Pokemon Pokédex entries, I could see it. I honestly,
0: that felt that the moment I saw it, I'm like, mm, that might be the deepest lore. That or the vampire watermelons. I, which I was would... another really good one.
1: <laughs> Personally, I think the vampire watermelons was the deepest lore. But that's the deep. You think that's the? It is very obscure.
0: The... That is about.
1: Definitely, that is
0: some deep lore. Definitely,
1: the Pokemon one is close second. I, I,
0: I almost wasn't sure if this would count as deep lore for vampires or deep lore for Pokemon, because it's a little more. It's one thing to say, "Oh, the myth, uh, vamp." There's a vampire myth that inspired a Pokemon, and another to say, "Oh, this electric legendary bird." In Pokemon, was based off of a vampire myth. Yeah, it might be deeper lore for Pokemon. In that case, I would I would pit vampire watermelons up up for one of the deepest deepest lore that we've uh, up for some of the deepest lore that we found today. Although the I'd, man that that story about having a little kid be the one to go around finding vampires.
1: When I almost I... wonder if
0: that's not a uh, if that wasn't like done as a uh,
1: a prank a prank on the kids. It might have been, but when I initially read it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, all right. But then I got to the part <laughs> where it says, or there might just be something edible nearby. I just mm-hmm. lost it and had to stop researching for a bit because I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> oh, it's it. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. That that seemed completely out of left field, having a kid on a white horse, seven years old, no more, no less, all dressed in white, and they will either find the vampire or they'll find some thistle. We're not sure which it's going to be, but we're hoping we can see the thistle.
1: I was going to say, I love, I love the fact that it's not, it's very vague and seems to be very like, yeah, hey, you might find a vampire or you just find something something to eat. Most of the time it's something to eat. Alright. I think
0: I think that does I think that does it. I think that'll yeah. that'll do. Are we are we happy with vampire watermelons? I do think that is the
1: deepest lore. Oh, good night. That is that's something. We reached the bottom of the rabbit hole and what we found were vampire pumpkins.
0: It's a wonder they fit at the bottom of that rabbit hole. Hopefully, no pregnant cats jump over the top of it to turn the rabbits into vampires. <laughs> Although I suppose if there's already vampire watermelons at the bottom of this rabbit hole, if, I mean, what more, what more do you want, really?
1: If we get vampire rabbits, then that's just the vampire from rabbit from Monty Python.
0: Monty Python, yeah, yeah, you're right. It all comes oh, full shoot. circle. Wait, hang on, deeper lore. <laughs> was the vamp was were the rabbits at uh in from Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Were they vampire rabbits? I think they just might be. From some of what I was finding, it sounded like uh vampire lore kind of extended to the eating of like the flesh of other people. Yeah, as well as the blood. So I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's one to think on, uh listeners. But that's about all the time we have for today. Next week, well, I don't know what next week's going to hold. But thank you for thank you for listening to this the pilot episode of Deep Loreable. Uh, I'm Michael Bastien. And I'm Billy Staples. And we'll see you next time.